Cruise Radio is brought to you by InsureMyTrip.com. Travel insurance done right from the people who know travel insurance. Find out more at InsureMyTrip.com. Broadcasting from the InsureMyTrip.com mobile studios, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you for checking out this live broadcast of Cruise Radio aboard Princess Cruise's newest ship, Regal Princess. Yeah, in fact, uh, this is going to be one amazing program because not only are we going to talk about Regal Princess, but we're going to have a one-on-one chat later on in the show with Gavin McLeod, a.k.a. Captain Steubing from The Love Boat. Regal Princess was just christened here by the entire Love Boat cast. Yeah, uh, the Doc, Gopher, Julie, Captain Steubing, they were all here. We had a chance to talk with them, so we'll be catching up a little later on in the program. And also talking about this amazing ship, just like the sister ship Royal Princess, Regal Princess is just as beautiful, if not a little bit more, because there's some minor enhancements between Royal and Regal. But first, kicking the show off like we do every week, it's Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. The only difference this week is he's sitting right here and not on a phone line. So welcome, Stuart. Hey, Doug. It's great to be here, isn't it? So let's cut to the chase, Stuart. There was Royal Princess last year. Here we are in Regal Princess. But there's a couple of modifications from Royal to Regal. What were they? Well, uh, they, they claim the elevators are going to be a little faster. You know, we, we still are, I think, missing the uh, midship uh, stairway. But uh, it's just a great ship. You know, the aft uh, pool, the... You know, the, the promenade extensions, it's just, just like Royal, Doug, it's a great ship. Yeah. The aft pool is, is that new? It is new. Okay. They, they knew that uh, from the feedback they were getting from passengers, they need a little bit, they needed uh, some more action, and, you know, some more uh, pools, and that's so uh, that they were able to make some modifications. Is it safe to say that the love boat was like a springboard for the cruise industry? Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, so many people can, you know, were able to relate to it, going to the multiple destinations, having fun, the dining, the entertainment, the activities. Uh, you know, we, we saw, you know, Sharo on, on the love boat. And, uh, you know, if you, if you, <laughs> they, had, they had to turn 400 people away from the show last night when she was performing. And even on a ship where it went from 15,000 to 142,000, there still weren't enough seats in the showroom to be able to handle uh, the amount of people that wanted to see her. But it was just the, the, the fun of the day and to be able to relive it and actually meet you know, the people, that, that, that the stars that you saw really, really hit home and it was a lot of fun. Let's go from 1975 to 2014. What are your impressions of Regal Princess? Well, I mean, the ship is so much bigger. I mean, the, the dining, the entertainment, the activities, I mean, the, the cabins. I mean, none of the cabins were as big as what we saw on the Love Boat. And, of course, none of those cabins had ocean view balconies. I mean, the, the technology has so greatly increased, and the, the passenger experiences, there's more people from every walk of life that, that is now able to go on a cruise that before it was cost prohibitive. What are your thoughts on the passenger public space? Do you think there's plenty? Oh, I think there's there's plenty of spaces, there's plenty of places to be with with groups, to be separated from people, to have some private space. Um, there, there's really something, there's, there's spaces for everybody. Throughout the past few days, we've basically have munched our way from the forward part of the ship to the aft part of the ship and back again numerous times. Uh, what are some of your favorite dining venues aboard Regal Princess? Well, I mean the I mean the pizza I think is just to die for on on the on Regal and Royal Princess. I mean you know having to be able to catch a, a nice little coffee and a little snack down on the I mean the, the the fun around the piazza is is terrific. We talk about this a lot on cruise radio, and it's about the outdoor areas of cruise ships, and that really kind of defines the whole cruise ship as far as the sea day experience. What what was your impressions today? Because we're at sea today. Well, the the pool deck I, I just think is great. I mean, the Sea Walk is a lot of fun to walk around on both sides. 
um, you know, the, the pools actually look like pools. Um, you can either be in or be out. Um, the fountain's a lot of fun. But it's, it's a nice open space where on certain cruise lines they've turned it into a, they've made them into like, a, it looks like a circus. And the only thing missing is, uh, is the outdoor tent. And and uh, and uh, and you know the trapeze and the you know the uh, swinging tire over the pool, but uh, I mean, this, look, this is an elegant ship. In closing, here, Stuart, uh, if someone has never sailed Princess before, what would you say to them? Well, I think this is a great option. I mean, the Regal and the Royal Princess are two spectacular ships, and it just really bridges it bridges a lot of gaps, and it's a lot of it's a lot of fun that people will be able to have, and you know, it, it's such a great value. That uh, to be able to get it at the prices that they're currently offering, it's a, it's a steal, and it's a, hopefully a lot of people will be able to take advantage of it. And you know, we, we joke around that it's more than a cruise; it's a love boat. But I mean, it is, and it's 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 very comfortable to to be on a princess ship. Yeah, very good. We've been talking with Stuart Shearer on the Cruise Guy. You can find him at cruiseguy.com. Stuart, man, great seeing you, buddy. It was great to see you too, Doug. Hanging out with Mike Faust of CruiseCurrents.com here aboard Regal Princess. What's up, Mike? Doug, how you doing? Pretty good man. Give me your overall impressions of Regal Princess. Uh, Regal Princess is a fantastic ship from what I've seen so far. I cruised Ruby earlier this year, and I can see there's definitely progression in the way Princess designed the ship. It's much more modern and sleek. It's got a chic look going on, which I kind of like. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we sailed Ruby Princess back in February. And for the folks who are used to sailing the earlier Princess cruise ships, and they move on to Regal Princess and the Royal Princess, a, a big a big change in flow and everything, wouldn't you say? Exactly, yeah. I mean, it's still, it's got, it's still got very many areas that are very familiar to Princess cruisers, like the Piazza, but mu- expanded much more to create more of a, an environment of, like, community on board the ship, which is really cool to see. And speaking of community, I like the, uh, the app they have. Have you used it at all? I have been using it, the Messenger app. Uh, when you just enter a folio number of a fellow passenger, it's very easy to connect with them and find out where they are on the ship even. In closing here, what are your final thoughts on Ruby Princess? Um, I think it's a great ship for, especially like really across the generations. I mean, Princess is known for being a family cruise line and the love boat. So for really anybody who's looking for a cruise experience that has it all for, your, for, for a romance, for family getaway, or just to even be a single cruiser and head out there and just experience cruising, it's really a great ship for everybody in the world. This is Cruise Radio. How many times have you said, that'll never happen to us? Vacations are a big investment with both time and money, and they should be protected. For over a decade, InsureMyTrip.com has been the online travel insurance leader, offering the best plans from the most trusted providers. Our licensed and award-winning customer service team makes sure you have the right coverage for your travel. To find out why over 98% of travelers would recommend InsureMyTrip, visit InsureMyTrip.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network.
Our next yeah. guest on Cruise Radio needs no introduction, but because of who I am and my upbringing, it brings me great pleasure to introduce Gavin McLeod, a.k.a. Captain Steubing, to Cruise Radio. Welcome, my friend. Thank you very much. It's good to see you again. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Right. So uh, these ships have come a long way from when you first started, huh? I can't believe it. When we first started, we used to have, like, with the, this room we're in now, which is magnificent. We do all kinds of shows here. Everything was in the Carousel Lounge. There was one room where the bands played, where you would go to dance, where they would do short versions of My Fair Lady and The Most Happy Fellow and all that with, like, six people. You know what I mean? And the floor wasn't as big as the floor here. Everything has been magnified and beautified and contemporized. Like I'm looking at the different colors of the seats, even that. Everybody is smiling. Everybody is happy, you know, and that comes with being on the love boat, being on Princess Cruises. They, they really have grown as the industry has grown. When you walk into a ship this size in comparison to a, you know, the ships 35 years ago, what, is your, like, what goes through your mind? Wow. It's just, it's just a wow because uh, through the years, they've been getting bigger and bigger. It's not the size, though it's overwhelming. The size is only... It's the feel of the ship. And the feel of this ship is so wonderful because there are intimate areas, you know, where people can just be alone. It's everything anybody would want on a cruise and even more. You know, love is all around. That was the Murray Tyler Moore theme. And this is love exciting and new. Love's been a big part of my life. And as I said last night at the beginning of the show, this whole experience is all about love. Did you have any idea back when you started The Love Boat, back on Saturday nights, a show just on TV would launch such a huge industry? Never. No. Honestly, I just, I read the pilot. Aaron sent it to me. Aaron Spelling. I read it. I thought it could go. There's nothing like it on television. My wife read the first 10 pages, and she said, I want to tell you something. If they get the right people, put them out at the right time, this will be a hit. From her mouth to God's ears, it was. And it even exceeded even more than what we could have anticipated. You know, from your role on Love Boat or Mary Tyler Moore, do you have people calling you, like, by the captain or your role on Mary Tyler Moore? I get all, I get all of it, but mostly captain. captain. Mostly captain. A lot of people that watch Mary Tyler Moore show, I never watched The Love Boat. I said, well, you should try it. You know, it's on reruns now. Um, but most of it's the captain, especially since my book came out, This Is Your Captain Speaking, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's doing very, very well. And traveling for Princess all over the world. I've got a very rich life. Well, you've been traveling with Princess all over the world for nearly three decades now. So in closing here, what would you say to someone who is considering taking their first cruise? Depends what they like. You know, it depends. If they like Italian food, go to Italy. You know, <laughs> if, if, they, if they want to really escape. To me, the furthest I've escaped from reality has been to Polynesia, to been to Tahiti and those islands. Uh, you, you really can cleanse your mind. You can really get a rebirth, if you will, away from all the responsibilities. And the princess ships go there. It's beautiful. I happen to love to be in Australia. I love Tasmania. It's all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, when you're in Italy and, and you're in the Orient, you know, and uh, I, I st- I've stayed in places according to the Bible, where St. John stayed, where, where Jesus' mother was. I mean, come on, because of Princess Cruises. 
Great seeing you, my friend. Thank you so much. Anytime. Look forward to the next one. For more reviews and photos of Regal Princess, check out cruiseradio.net slash regal. Hanging out with Anita Dunham-Potter from expertcruiser.com. Hello, Anita. Hello, Doug Parker. Always a pleasure to see you. It's been like a year since, what, Royal Princess last year we saw each other? Um, yeah, at least. Yeah. At least that much. You know, I'm busy lady. Let's talk about Regal Princess. What are your impressions of the ship? It's very elegant, very classy, sophisticated. Even at the size, there's a lot of intimate places to nooks and crannies to escape the crowd. It's a nice flow. Everything's, uh, and it's quiet, you know, and it's got its good points. This piazza area is fantastic. And for the people listening, explain the piazza and what exactly, what is the piazza on a Princess cruise ship? It's the heartbeat, the heart, the center of the ship. And at five levels, each level has a certain, between the stores and the restaurants, and now here on the piazza where there's entertainment. So there's always something to do in the five stories. A couple of days ago, we were over in Princess K's, which is Princess's private beach retreat, whatever you want to call it. Um, What were your thoughts? It's a very nice island. It had a lot of, like, good snorkeling. Apparently, my husband went out, and he loved the snorkeling. Uh, A lot of space and uh, a lot to do. Good seeing you, my dear. Thank you, Doug Parker. Always fabulous to see you, too, darling. Hanging out with Phil Reimer from Canada.com, right? Yeah, and PortsandBowls.com. PortsandBowls.com. I I can't keep up, dude. You're so busy. Yeah, yeah, sure. You're a wandering nomad to me. What what do you think of uh, Regal Princess, dude? You know what? I like the ship, and and I think it's a perfect ship for what they're trying to do. They don't talk about it a lot, but regular Princess cruisers are loyal. I mean, I don't think I've found a more loyal group. If you talk about another cruise line to a Princess veteran, they get very upset about it. But I think what they've done, I mean, you have just have to look at the TV in your room. I mean, in the action thing, those are for younger people. They're doing three, four, five-day cruises, perfect for the younger market. And things on the ship that are really aimed at the younger crowd, that dance thing at 1130 at night, that's aimed at the young crowd. So they're finding a way to keep their regular customers happy and also bring on a whole new generation of people. And it's funny you say that because we're on a three-night shakedown cruise right now, and there's a lot of elite cards on this ship. Absolutely. And 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 if you take a look at just take a look around the dining room where we're sitting right now, I mean every age group is represented yeah. in this room. Yeah, so pretty it's much. just not it's not your grandfather's princess cruise anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I like how you say that. Uh, so we are uh, on a 3-night uh, Caribbean Shakedown Cruise, and you and I have both have uh, been to a lot of dining establishments on this ship. Yes. I think we've been to too many, actually. Yeah. If you weigh us by the end of this cruise, you'll be able to tell what we're talking about. Um, what was your favorite venue, and what do you think of the food here on Regal Princess? You know, overall, it, it was very good. And you, and the amazing part about it, and people may laugh, but some of the best food's up in the buffet. I mean, there's more choice up there. I like the way they laid it out. I like it looks classy. I like the fact that you can sit outside of the pool undercover in the, both the stern and the middle of the ship. And having the bistro in one port, uh, part of it, and then the court in the other part a little more. But the food is, was excellent up there. That's, that's what surprised me. I want to take a hard right turn, Phil, and talk about the christening ceremony the other day because, I mean, I'm going to be straight up honest and say I didn't know a lot of the people that were part of the christening, but you knew a lot of them. In fact, you probably knew all of them. What did you think of the christening ceremony, and did you think it was, like, how cool did you think it was that the whole Love Boat cast was together after 
what, 38 years or so. Well, I thought it was cool. I th- and, and what amazed me is how bright and talented and intelligent they were about, you know, Fred Grandy just sort of gave us a lesson on how that whole group worked together. And, and I think he was Gopher, wasn't he? Yeah, he was Gopher. And, um, and, and gave us a very intelligent look at, uh, at the whole cast. But I was amazed at people like uh, Richie Cunningham's mother, Marion Ross. Here she is in her 80s. She was sparkling the whole time she was there. And there were so many of the actors who had been... The amazing part about The Love Boat is, and it, it, was, it was our sensitivities in the 70s, is if you were an actor, you came on... You had problems galore. But by the time you left the ship at the end of the series, everything was good. Your divorce didn't go through. My gosh, your life-threatening disease cured itself. And, you know, the bartender fixed your life-threatening disease. It it was, but that was the 70s, you know, it was mom and pop and that sort of thing. What are your final thoughts of the ship? I love the ship. And and I don't often say that about a ship. And I'll probably, when I think about it, find a few things here and there that they probably could have done better. But overall, it it is a comfortable ship. If you're if you're 55 plus, you're going to enjoy it. And if you're in your 40s, go and take a three or four day cruise and shake down and see what you think about it. I got to say that you say 55 plus, but I'm 34. And there are there are kids, teenagers on here who, who are having a great time. I've yeah. seen them all over the ship. I think this is a ship. I guess we can call it like a multi generational well, ship. That's, that, that's what I mean, really. I, if you're 55 plus, you're going to love it, and if you're in your 30s or 40s, you're going to like it as well. So it's it's a they managed to keep their traditional customer happy and bring on a whole new generation at the same time. Phil, my friend, God bless you, man. Always a pleasure seeing you and uh, talking to you. Good to do it with you as well. From the Space Coast to the West Coast, this is Cruise Radio. Hanging out with Peter Canego aboard Regal Princess from MaritimeMatters.com. Peter, my friend, it's always good seeing you, man. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. I'm so pleased to be here. Always honored. Thank yeah, you. I, I know you're uh, super busy between interviews and everything, but I just want to yeah. ask you a couple of questions here. Uh, so I want to ask you this, because uh, the christening, the whole Love Boat cast was here, and they're actually still on the ship right now as we record this, but you were recently over on Pacific Princess, which was basically one of the original Love Boat ships. And walking on that ship, you know, we're talking a ship that's decades old, and walking on this ship, what are your thoughts? Like, Well, it's a, it's a matter of scale, first of all. I mean, this ship is, what, seven times larger than the original Love Boat? So when you want to go back to your cabin to pick up something, you've got to allow about 25 minutes to do so. On that ship, everything was like three or four steps away. But then they had a swimming pool that was probably the size of the table we're sitting at right now, you know, where everybody could just get one or two legs in, and that was about it. Um, They had a Magradome, one of the first uh, pairs of ships that ever had a sliding glass dome over the swimming pool, which was considered very advanced. And now that's just, you know, that's every ship has that. That's just taken for granted, you know. But on them, that was like a really major special feature. And I think the other really cool thing about those ships at the time was their atrium. It was actually a two-deck lobby, which just had this one sort of semicircular staircase that went down, and then that's what they used to set up the show with the guest stars coming on, where the cruise director would greet people. Well, now, Atria, as you can see on this ship, it's like, yeah, three stories high, and it's huge, and lined in marble, and has water fountains, and, you know, so things have come a real long way from, you know, the little old love boats to now, you know. Well, let's fast forward to now, and then go back to the love boat 
boat again. Like, how much nostalgia kicks in for you as you walk the Pacific Princess and now walking the Regal Princess? Yeah, well, constantly. I, I live in the past. I mean, right. that's part of my problem is I'm so obsessed with things from the past. And Hollywood, you know, between old Hollywood and old ships, that's basically where my mind is half the time. So I'm always looking at things. Like on this ship, I'm comparing, like, if they were to start a new series, you know, a Love Boat series... What would be, you know, where would be their key points of interest? And obviously, you know, the promenade deck where people come on board, uh, up by the pools. And it's such a different thing. But, you know, here I don't even have to use my imagination because we've got the love boat cast just about everywhere on the ship. So I will always carry memories, you know, in, in 20, 30 years from now, if I'm around and these ships are around, I will remember rooms where I saw Gavin sitting, you know, having cocktails or Bernie Koppel, the doctor, you know, I just saw him in the gift shop today earlier. Charo was in one of the bars, you know, so I'll always associate these places where I saw these great people. You were talking about the, the atrium on Pacific Princess, how it was just one story and people would walk down, but it's almost like you walk into the Regal Princess main atrium or the Piazza as they call it now, and it's like it's a contemporary New York City hotel almost. Oh, completely. Yeah, I mean, everything. Well, and, and they've set it up in such a way. Yeah, on the Pacific Princess, all you had was the purser's desk and a shop, and that was it. That was their atrium. Here you have a coffee bar, you've got a seafood bar, you've got a wine bar, you've got um, uh, the Italian cafe. I mean, just basically, the atrium is a place designed for people to go and hang out in. There, you were just walking through it to get from A to B on the ship. So they really turned it into a destination on this ship. I have to ask you then, as far as spending time on Pacific Princess, and most recently, as she washed up on the shores to be deconstructed, that had to be heartbreaking for a maritime historian such as yourself. Yeah, well, for me, I grew up in Los Angeles, and the Pacific Princess was the newest, fanciest ship afloat. The, the two princess ships, the Island and Pacific and the three Royal Viking ships, were the ultimate 1970s modern ships. And we're going back to like 1975 when I was a kid. That was like, you know, space age hardware. And so when I was on the ship in Genoa, just before she went off for scrap, you know, she had been sitting for five years completely neglected. Parts of her had been torn up where they were starting to rebuild and they ran out of money. She was dripping in rust. Uh, she had been flooded in, in places. She was leaking water. There was mildew and mold. And it was really, really sad because the ship was so pristine and she was so alive. And here she was, you know, with just a, a crew of two or three people taking care of her as well as they could. And a lovely old captain, an Italian captain, who was spending his own money to pay the crew. You know, he would go out and buy paint so that they could start working on one section of the, you know, area outside the promenade deck. It was uh, very, very sad. And, you know, but unfortunately, ships are like people. They have their beginning, middle, and end, and all ships go. So You're the only person I know who basically lives inside of a maritime museum. You have uh, nostalgic uh, chairs, shelves, paintings from ships from the past, I don't know how many decades. Do you have any keepsakes from Pacific Princess? Unfortunately, no. I tried. Uh, when I went to Turkey, I had met a gentleman who was going to work with the shipbreaker to help get things off the ship. But due to a number of factors, uh, the shipbreaker was rather greedy and didn't want to take the time and effort to actually remove things from the ship because it's all about the steel. If there's a demand for steel, 
then that's what pays the bills. And he just, it saved him time to just demolish everything in place. And that's what happened. The ship was, you know, destroyed with all the artwork intact. And I think some of the furnishing came off, but it was kept in their family. They didn't sell it or or part with it. So, Well, let's end the interview on a positive note. So, (laughs) no, no, it's fine. I want to ask you, though, um, what is your favorite part of Regal Princess? Uh, Seawalk's incredible, and I'm terrified of heights, so I get a vicarious thrill of, you know, I test it, I stamp on it first, and then I do my walk across. But it's great to look down at the sea below, especially when the ship is moving, and, you know, enjoy that aspect and know I'm safe. Are you like me and tiptoeing across the glass? Yes, absolutely. That's what I mean. I stomp on it first to make yeah. sure it's not going to come loose. Me too. And then I tiptoe across. Yeah. It's very good. We've been talking with Peter Conego, Maritime Historian of MaritimeMatters.com. Dude, great seeing you, my friend. Always good to see you, Doug. Thank you so much. I love what you're doing. Thank you. Thanks for letting me talk. Always a pleasure when I get to catch up with the Midlife Road Trip. Rick Griffin and Sandy McKenna, how are y'all doing? Oh, we're doing great. We are having the best time right now. Yeah, it's been incredible. I mean, we have eaten our way from one end of the three football fields to the other. (laughs) And and drank our way, or at least for me, I'll I'll speak for myself here. Let me ask you this then, um, because I'm not quite old enough to remember the love boat. But the christening was kind of a big deal, wasn't it? Oh, gosh. That was like a total nostalgic flashback to the 70s and 80s. I mean, it brought back so many memories. And we knew everybody. I mean, we from uh, Lonnie Anderson to Jamie Farr and to the whole cast, it was like we knew of everybody. Marion Ross, uh, Florence Henderson, Donnie Moe. Coochie, coochie. Oh, yeah, God. I love Charles even more now after seeing her live in person. And the captain. Yeah, yeah, Captain Steubing, so amazing. We'll take a right turn here and ask you about the food because, uh, Sandy, was just mentioning we ate our way across the whole ship. So I'll start with you, Rick, since you're closer to me. What was your favorite food venues on the ship? I say venues because I know you like to eat. You know, we were only here like four or five days, and each day I discovered a new venue. I mean, and I don't think I've even touched them all yet. Um, The favorite, probably the Italian place, what, Sabatini's? Sabatini's was great. Oh, the food was so incredible. There, but my advice to anyone that comes on board the Regal Princess is to wear stretchy pants. And to bring two sizes. Start with a medium and then work your way into the large. That's what Rick and I were saying before the interview. Sandy, what about you? Um, I, I loved everything. I mean, each venue, the buffet was amazing. I mean, you could always find something. The coffee shop, I'm a big fan of coffee, so the coffee shops were great gelato i mean this was like the biggest buffet i have ever encountered in my life i mean there's so many different little alleys and places to find different kinds of food i mean it was incredible one thing that says a lot about a cruise ship is how it behaves during sea days as far as how the outside space is well appointed what were your thoughts as far as the outdoor space did you find it was um was there enough deck chairs and enough public space for people on a sea day like today Oh, yeah, there, there, there was plenty. I mean, there's so many different things to do. Something's going on all the time. There's there's shows going on, so, you know, not everybody's taking up deck chairs at the same time. Sandy, what do you think of Movies Under the Stars? The big screen, the great sound system, and everything by the pool. Oh, I think it's fantastic. And the selection is what really got me. They have a really good selection of movies. And yeah, I, I learned that that is like the biggest high-def television screen on any cruise ship in the world. So that was really cool. Isn't it one of the biggest movie screens at Sea Stewart? It is. It's 680 square feet. Oh, my gosh. Stuart is here. This is, this is Stuart the Cruise Guy. 
Oh, I'm not worthy. I'm gonna rope. I'm gonna rope this back in here, Sandy. And in, 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 in closing here, Sandy, what was your thoughts of the stateroom? And did you like it? I mean, my favorite thing in the stateroom is the the walk-in type closet where you can hang your clothes and you're not opening, you know, opening drawers and all that stuff. All right, Stuart. Enough. What about you, Sandy? I I, I too like the walk-in closet, and there was so much room for shoes. And most women who go on a cruise take a lot of shoes. So, um, yeah, I love that part about. It, the ba- everything was good about it. I had, you know. Go to the shower. You're ridiculous, Stuart. There was so much to do. I never even unpacked my bags. I, just, I didn't know they had a walk-in closet. I just started walking around the ship. And Rick had his bathrobe on the whole cruise. That's all he had on. Nothing but a bathrobe and a captain's hat. Did Rick know that the door to the balcony actually opened? Holy crap. No, you're kidding. No, you can actually go out there and listen to the ocean. We all are ridiculous. You can find Rick and Sandy at midliferoadtrip.tv. Rick Griffin, Sandy McKenna. God bless y'all. Thank y'all for being on the show. Hey, Doug. Thank you. We have a blast. We'd love to hear your comments. Email comments at cruiseradio.net. All right. That'll do it for this episode of Cruise Radio Broadcasting Live aboard Regal Princess. Thank you for being here. And thank you to all the folks at Princess Public Relations for really executing every single one of our interviews. In fact, we had so many of them, and they just did a seamless job in helping me out and uh, aligning everything up for me. Karen Candy, Julie Benson, uh, Gabby, Brianna, and others up there at Princess Public Relations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We couldn't do it without you. Also, during the sailing, we had a chance to do a Q&A with the full Love Boat cast. And it was very unscripted. If you want to hear that, just check out cruiseradio.net and the show notes to this episode, and we'll link to it from there. It's, it's, I'm going to warn you, it's about probably 55 minutes in length, but it's some great information. So if you want to hear that, check out the show notes at cruiseradio.net. You could also check out our coverage at cruiseradio.net slash regal. Broadcasting from the insuremytrip.com mobile studios aboard Regal Princess, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. It floats back to you. The love Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the insuremytrip.com studios. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.